This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, we're holding over here in Perik Hay, and he was speaking about the Milas of Talmud Torah, the Cheshivas of Talmud Torah, and so on. And now he's going to add another Knech, on to why or, or how is is better. Well, the Tesefes beer bear hative loshen tfisa shemel yor less machshavat tfisa bach. So now he says I want to zero in and focus on the memory of Aliyah. Says Pasal Yor, the 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 famous piece that that the Sfarim said Sfarim say Pasal Yor less machshavat tfisa bach. And what does it mean? A machshav is not tefes. In other words, the, you, not using the language of understanding, knowing, but rather tfisa. So what, what's the particular angle of tfisa? Hine, kol seichol kishemaskil umasik besichloi eze muskal, harei ha seichol toifis esa muskal, umakifo besichloi, va muskal nitfas umukaf umulubash betoich ha seichol so let's talk about this. Let's explain. It's two pieces of it, really two, two points. And let's explain them. The first one is the concept of being toe-face something. The concept of a person being toe-face something with a seichel. Let's give a muscle. When I have a physical box, and I put something inside the box, and it is totally enclosed in the box, then it's um, it's completely ensconced in the box, and we say that it's, it's in the box. Let's say we have laws of nature, and we identify a phenomenon, and that phenomenon fits into it perfectly. Um, so then we say that it is um, it, it's within that box of of, uh, of of those laws of nature. So if I if I see something falling, um, and I can determine its path and speed by the the um, its velocity by by laws of gravity, then within the laws of gravity you have totally that particular uh, phenomenon that happened. That is when you have, um, this is dry laws and so on and so forth. Let's now go to a, a case where I understand something. So for instance, I'm very familiar with my culture. I know exactly how people act, behave and so on. And somebody does something which is very typical of what people in my world do. So that fits, that event that happened fits perfectly into my seichel and das, the way the event that happens that fits the laws of nature would fit into that. Now, let's take an example that's not like that. For instance, Imagine if somebody in a very different culture does something that I find kind of strange 
and I um, I uh, and, and I someone stills it too and he says you know by you when you try to be friendly this is how you do it in in in, in that uh, over there when you want to be friendly to somebody you turn your back to him you spit at him um I can I can use that information but I don't really wrap my head around it it doesn't make sense to me so if somebody tells me this is the way it is and I trust the person or I see it works, that's fine. I can, I can hold on to that information, but I don't actually wrap my brain around it. It's strange. It's weird. Why, if you like somebody and try to be friendly, do you sort of act cold to him or mean or, or, or whatever? So th- there's a type of understanding that we call tfisa, meaning it is totally ensconced in it. So when I say, for instance, someone can tell me a certain idea in medicine and in, in, in physics, I trust the person and I can repeat it and I can even use it. But I have no background that it should fit into anything. This should really fit into anything. It's okay. That's the way it is. And that's that. It's not part of a bigger picture. When a scientist draws a big picture and there's a whole opinion and this fits into that opinion, it's it's toughest in that opinion, like the like the, the ball is in the box. But I can hold on to things. So let's say I so when I can hold on to things that are completely in my hand, and then it's completely inside. I can also hold on to it like this, and for practical purposes, I can drag it, but I can't really say that I'm holding it. I can't really say I'm toughest in it. So when we say that a seichel is toughest a muscle. In other words, something that has become understood, then conceptually we see it as if that idea has popped into the box that I call my brain. Um, if it's just information um, that I'm trusting and dragging along, that's not really called FISA. But when something is totally enveloped, all, all, the, the, all my understandings um, enclose it and the thing fits perfectly within my understandings that's called tfisa so there's so when you understand something seichel is tofes the muscle umakifo besichlo it is tofes the muscle and wraps around the, the, the seichel around it uh, it's the way we use colloquially the term I wrap my head around it I was able to wrap my brains around it that's the type of understanding so the thing that I understood is now totally within my seichel, if I understood it in a fundamental way, in, in the way that I'm describing. Also, um, a person, we speak about a person becoming absorbed in, 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 in a type of uh, knowledge, somebody who's very absorbed in learning, I'm really absorbed in that chachma. And, and, and so in a case when I have a sugya that I'm really into and I understand it well and totally absorbed by it, both are true. This has absorbed me and I'm absorbing it. I'm typhus it and it's typhus me. That's uh, a phenomenon that's possible with seichel and with this concept of tfisa um, in both directions.
דרך משל. כשאדם מבין ומעסיק איזה הלכה במשנה בגמר לאשורה על בוריה. A person understands a halacha clearly and thoroughly. Harry sichle teifus emakibaisa. So, when I say I understand something perfectly well, it doesn't it doesn't mean I just memorize the klolim and can give them back. It sits well within me. I've grasped it. I've understood it, and that's one part of it. Vigam. And now when I'm learning it, that my seichel is absorbed in that idea and, and in, in that um, knowledge and so on. Vihine, he says, in other words, every halacha that we learn is um, an expression of rotsen and chachma of Akadish Baruchu. And even if the event never occurs, actually, so let's understand this phenomenon of understanding learning. Um, every din is an expression of two things, Ritsoinai and Chachmasai. And I want to explain this double lashin of Chachma and Ratzin and, and why, why the, the two lashinists and, and, and understand what that means. Um, let's, let's, um, let's take an example of one without the other. So imagine um, I'm, I'm wanna build a house and I'd like it to look in a certain way but it's not going to hold up the weight properly. So I must compromise and say, instead of having the, the whole floor open, I'm going to have to have a column in the middle. So this house is, is an expression of my understanding of what works, what doesn't work, but not my rutsen. And the reason is, because the chachma precedes me. The, the, the rules of how much weight can be carried by what is a metzias before me, and therefore I must um, bend my ruts into it. Whatever it is that I want, it can't defy uh, laws of nature. So um, I can act in certain ways that a chachma but they don't necessarily reflect an ultimate rutsen of me. On the other hand, I can act by whim and do whatever I feel like, but by definition, that's a very random assortment of, of actions, and there is no real, um, and there's no chachma to it. So it's not possible to say someone else 
should grasp what I'm trying to say because there's nothing to grasp. I'm erratic. Uh, Sunday I want this, Monday I want this, Tuesday I want that. There's nothing, there's nothing there that in any way is is a is and if there's no structure, then there is no then it's no it, it's not of the nature of Chachma. A person could be studying Taira, and there are two ways that are wrong about describing what Taira is. One is Torah is what is good to do in this world. The sense of it would mean that HaKadosh Baruch was all wise and he knows which things work, which things don't work. It means there's no real evidence of Ritzoyne, just Chachmasay. So if let's say, for instance, let's say a psychologist were to, were to tell a person what activities would make him happier? It 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 may be that it's not that we agree with those activities or think that they're good. It's just a mitzias. He's just defining a mitzias. Taylor could be could have been seen as Karshper, who is all wise. He understands the human condition and and he knows what works, what doesn't work. There's no ruts involved. Just like when, when a psychologist will tell a person, doing this will, will make you frustrated. I'm not telling you yesterday, I'm not telling you not to do it, but I'm just defining the Metzius. Torah could have been understood as just that, and then we would have evidence of Chachmas Yisbar, not Ritzoni Yisbar. So Torah is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, which is a much higher darga than Chachma. In other words, higher in the sense, a deeper part of the person, or in this case, the Kaddish Baruch On the other hand, were we to describe it as Ratzin and not Chachma, we would have nothing that we could learn from it because you can't learn anything from people's whims. If, 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 this is, if a person acts in a certain way, for quote unquote no reason whatsoever, then then there's nothing. It's not part of a pattern, and it's not something that in any way I could grasp in seichel. The more persons described as being given to moods or whims, the less we're able to predict a, a, a path for the person. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us Torah. It includes chachmasei and ritzayne. In other words, this is good and this is bad. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has designated, meaning this is his rotsen, and it, it has a system to it. It has a mahalach to it, and therefore it's possible to study it. If there was no mahalach to it, we couldn't study it because it's meaningless. And the Rambam argues a lot with the Muslims. The Muslims like to think they, 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 because they made their God so high, describing Chachma to it, they felt would take away from him, and therefore his actions are described more as whims, as sort of just what he's in the mood to do, um, which the way we understand it is takes away from understanding. So when a person is 
when a person is coiled, when a person absorbs the information that if somebody steals something, he has to pay careful unless he's moida and so on. So the person is incorporating into himself chachma and rotzen of HaKadosh Baruch That's what he's incorporating. So if I understand it in a way where it clicks in, then I have internalized, absorbed, totally incorporated there is no way we can speak directly of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's We can only speak about it when it's incorporated in some sort of halacha. Um, let's talk about this also, a drop. Um, and and let, let's give an example. Uh, how a person, how mo- movement, emotion works how much of a push at what angle will produce a velocity of a certain type is a very complex chachma. Um, it's, it's a chachma that is at the heart of, of physics. Now, a, any great athlete does it. He jumps at the right moment with the right way, with the exact speed and so on and so forth. Does it mean that they are great physicists? Um, doubtful. What it means is they can sense in the jumping, they, they live in the world of jumping, jumping for the ball, pushing it ever to an angle, and so on. They can absorb the chachma when it's contained within that. And the way animals, it's incredible when you think about it. Um, I, I once saw a video of... Um, uh, mountain goats, I don't know, ibexes, or some sort of mountain goat named Gedi, where the mountains are very rugged, very steep. The, the goat is born, and um, within a short time after it's born, it's able to jump from one protrusion to another in, in ways that are extraordinary. Now, it requires great calculation to get there. Um, it, it, it's it's um, if, if you had to plot it on, 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 on ways, it would take a lot of algorithms. Those little goats, um, they, 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 don't, they don't know the math behind it, but they have the feel for the jump. So, they, in, in, so if we ask, can they calculate movement and velocity? The answer is in the format of jumping from racks of one side of the mountain to the other side of the mountain, the answer is absolutely. If they had to take an SAT, they probably would not do all that well. You know, it's, 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 uh, it, they can't understand it. So we, if, if a person sits and contemplates on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, there is no way in the world a person can understand anything because what does it mean? It, it doesn't mean anything. And, and human mind, it's like, it's like eating soup with a fork. It doesn't work. But we can contemplate the halachas of gzela, of kinyan, of whatever. And those halachas, we can, when we incorporate them and understand them in a very gut way, in a very fundamental way, then we basically incorporate in ourselves 
an understanding of the Chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Rasa HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, and, and you could see, for instance, the same person who, if he was very good at, at let's say, a basketball player, jumping his net, he, he might also be very good at aiming a gun because he has a certain sense of how change influences the thing and so on. So even though it's a different discipline, but he can move it. So when we have the ability to, when we understand the right and wrong as a Kaddish Baruch who presents it, we have a tfisa in the etzim right and wrong, which is a tfisa Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, now, one more point about this that I think is very important. When we speak about Chibur and Dibuk in our Kaddish, to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, there certainly is no physical Chibur or Dibuk in our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Obviously, that, that's, that's, a, that's, that's Pasha. Even emotionally, when, when I have an emotional Kesha with someone, there's a certain mutual, the person is very happy to see me, I'm very happy to see him. There's a certain um, mutuality that creates the kirva. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says we, we do not use the word emotion regarding Baruch the same way we'd use it for Basav So we don't have, so what does it mean we became close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Um, the answer is there's one area in which we can become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And that's when we absorb with our seichel and our das, which is the halachas of what's right and what's wrong and so on. The, and, this, and, and by the way, this is the advantage of halacha over agada, since agada is always dealing with things that are not quite physical, tactile. It's not things you can touch, it's ideas. So it's, it's, um, it's maybe more conceptual and a certain way closer, but I'm missing out the the, the 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 actual physical, tangible halacha that I could incorporate myself. So the only way Rashavas Tfisa Bay is Bistapshusam be halachas haruchas lefaneinu, vigam sichle melubish behem, and our seichel is also melubish um, in it. Like we said before, when I become absorbed in something. Um, I see it, I understand it, that it's, it's as if I, I'm swimming in this huge yam of Chachma and I've been sucked into it. It's an extraordinary union that's not to be found in anything Gashmias. To be so absorbed and one. Um, because in, in, in conceptually, any anything physical, always each entity retains its own self. So if I'm hugging somebody, so I'm me, he's him. We're touching each other. We're very close to each other, but 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 I can't say we became one. Yes, by man and wife, but again, it's 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 a closeness. It's a chibur. But there's always the two separate entities, except that they're now attached to each other, so to speak. Masha Einkain, when I'm talking about this type of Hebrew, where I dehair and understand the Kanishrafos Hochman Ratzin, and I'm absorbed by it. So my understanding what's right and wrong 
in Geneva and Gzela. Um, and HaKadosh Baruch who's warning that and, and Rotson really can commingle. They're not, it's not a physical entity. It, it's not a stira. Physically, I can't become one with someone else because physical things must occupy separate spaces. Uh, ideas and understandings don't have that limitation. So when a person dehairs and understands um, Taira, then a person um, has that extraordinary where he and, and the idea is one and the same. So, so first of all, he explains this is the incredibly uh, unique Maila of Talmud Torah over Maisa Mitzvahs. All Maisa Mitzvahs are physical. If I'm if I'm putting on tefillin, then I'm me and the tefillin is the tefillin. I can tie them tight, but it's still two separate entities. But he says something more than that. He says the um, even in Talmud Torah, there is the act of learning, which is a Maisa Mitzvah, and the Ramchal says it's the same in Derech Hashem. He passes learning as two separate, um, two separate Maisa Mitzvahs. There's the Maisa Mitzvah of the act of studying, learning, which is a physical act. It's Be'ikr, Be'dibur, and Be'peh, and that's one part of it. And then there is the understanding, the mind absorbing it and making a part of himself. And that's something unique to this chalak of Torah that can become um, one and the same. Um, this is all, this is all um, what the person can be makiv, the more he understands it. He throws in over here the Pshat, the Remesh, the Drushna Said. I think the reason is he doesn't want to be Mimayat, even from the Pshat. In other words, we shouldn't think that this is true only of the Chelkatar is called Said. And this is a, a, the Moshe said before it, 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 even if you, if you absorb it, with levushim around it, you still absorb the thing itself. Um, and therefore, all chalki that a person absorbs, incorporates, all of it makes the person, um, you know, mechuber and david v'ashparuchu in a way that there is nothing like it in the ruchnistika world. And this is why Tama Torah does have, a, does occupy a unique position. It, the quality of Tveikos Tevich Baruch Hu is unique in 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 the um, in in, in Havana Sater. Okay, um, we'll yeah. Hold yeah. Um, when a, when a person goes in front of, let's say, Sanhedrin, right, and it and um, <clears throat> it's one of those cases of like Susser where Al Yemen Shu Small Small Shu Yemen, right. So. Is that more of a case of you're you're tapping into Ritzainai 
but you're not understanding Achmasai so much because it's you have no idea. According to you, it doesn't make any sense. Correct. Um, but let's let's give an, an, another example. You tell a kid what to do, and it's universal that all kids think that you're always saying, "Oh, you mean she's small, small she mean." That's uh, probably a given. That that's true. Uh, a teenager, whatever. Yet, um, when he becomes an adult, a lot of the understandings be, sort of come out. He, somewhere down deep, he did understand it. It just there was so much that pushback. But we do it so. So at first glance, we don't understand it. But if we persevere enough, we begin to understand it. Uh, over there by the Sanhedrin, the Ikaduggish is not the understanding. It's not Talmud, it's not Hilkas Tamatera. It's rather a, um, it, it's running Israel, passing Halachis. So what's important is that we have a unified uh, Mahalach of how to do things, no matter what. But over here, it's, uh, um, but here we're talking about Tamatera Mamish. And this is, and that's why Havan is so important. Um, over there, it's it's sort of making a uniform halacha and and ruling of a Kali Yisrael that that mandates having it like that. Okay.